0: Welcome back to The Square. I am your host, Curtis. Thank you guys for joining us here again today. Uh, This episode is part two of last week's episode covering the top ten storylines and moments of the uh, 2020 NFL season. I do apologize. The last 20 minutes or so of this episode, uh, the audio got corrupted, so uh, the the audio is pretty bad, Uh, but if you can endure it, there are some really good points within that. So you guys just sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode, and uh, thank you for joining us. All right. Absolutely. Number five, what do you got there? As we're getting to, the, to oh. the top half of these lists. All right, now this is the good y'all. Now we're down <laughs> to the top
1: five. So at number five, I got Tyreek Hill. Oof. Yes, I know. At five. <laughs> I mean, this, Oh, man, this list is rough. <laughs> <laughs> Tyreek Hill at five. From and this 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 game goes back to week twelve at Tampa before the wheels fell off here it's a couple days ago, people. <laughs> but um, back oh, in Tampa, yes. Gotcha. I know it was week twelve is. in Tampa. He's um, Tyreek Hill targeted fifteen times, had thirteen catches, two hundred and sixty nine yards, three touchdowns, two hundred and up. was it? Ten yards in the first quarter? Was, I think it was two hundred even. Two hundred even. Okay, two hundred yards, people, in the first qu- in the first fifteen minutes of the game, two hundred yards. <laughs> I could uh. easily put this at number one just from a performance, and I'm a homer, but. Yeah. I put him at five because there were some performances that were I felt actually eclipsed this, but he also had um, eight receiving first downs on top of that. I mean, Tyreek Hill just in the first—I wanted to say—I keep everything in me wants to say the first half, and it, and it was the even, quarter. It first was... quarter.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! I don't even have
1: nothing else to say. I, I remember because I
0: didn't—I I didn't get a chance to actually watch this game. I, I remember this this year. I uh, did, and I was. I was looking at other games, and then all of a sudden, I'm, I'm looking at my, my fantasy football app, and I luckily was not going against Tyreek Hill, but I just kept getting notification after notification after notification. I was like, what is happening right now? And then all of a sudden, I, I turn it over, I'm looking at it, and I'm like did this game not just start? It's like, it, it, I'm like, it's only like 1230. Like, this game just started, and I'm looking at the stat line, I'm like, 200 years. Two, is that game over? Two, did they start two, early? What two, is going two, on? To here? anybody
1: that I say that is 35 years of age and older, <laughs> you all are going to understand this analogy today. Oh, my
0: goodness.
1: Super Tecmo Bone. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, I mean, you know how they got this, you know, the human joystick. and yep. uh, Oh, my Simple mode, easy mode, you know, playing against the computer, playing against your your little little brother. You knock this (laughs) control out of this
0: person's hand and you just play the rest of the game like that.
1: That's how this works. Was that the game
0: where it was just like overpowering to use uh, Bo Jackson?
1: Um, that's actually Tech Mobile. Okay. Know, um, so the first Super, one. That's the one when they only got a handful gotcha. of teams. I'm already yeah. doing a Tech Mobile um, <laughs> breakdown here. But Super <laughs> Tech Mobile came out, and then they had you every team in the league gotcha. at that point with with multiple plays, and you can change the plays. So, okay. yeah, so it was much more versatile. I mean, it. it this, this is pretty Madden, people. Yeah, That's when I was right gonna say Madden. for
0: my younger audience. This yes. is. This, this These the numbers Madden. are Madden numbers. This is you, the Madden the 90s, okay? <laughs> this is, you, you go out there on rookie mode and you go and say, hey, I'm going to use this overpowering team with Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill as my my, my number one option in just absolutely every single play. I'm throwing a, a, a streak down the sideline to Tyreek Hill, getting 200 yards every single quarter. He's going to end up with somehow 1,500 yards after this one game, but right. it was just insane to, to even just, not even as me I didn't get a chance to watch it like I said just my phone was just going off every single like five minutes like oh this highlight play by Tyreek Hill Tyreek Hill puts up the deuces flips into the end zone after this, I was like what is going on how is this happening what and you go back and you watch the game and you're just like you're looking at the Buccaneers like, wow, how? Where is this team to – How do you recover? What What do you do? And <laughs> just, I mean, you're gonna. I think some people forget this game did end up very close. 27-24 was the final score. Yes, it so was. it was really about that first quarter. They built that lead, and then they just kind of they sat back and were just like, let's see what they can do. This and game then, managed the rest of yeah. the
1: way. And that's it. that. And then, you know, and before anybody say, oh, that's what they did, and they try and you know hate <laughs> on the Chiefs. Let's be real clear. You know, Tom Brady has did this for a career yes. in New England. Okay, stop it, people.
0: Just stop it. It if- was. It, it, we'll, we we'll probably touch on the Super Bowl yeah. in, in another episode. So, uh, we this this game here w- was fantastic, and so uh, I, that's a that's huge to have on the list there because he yes. that, that that's an insane stat and line, and it's
1: then. at number five.
0: Yeah, <laughs> five. And, I mean. I guess it's time to talk about the Super Bowl Bowl because my number five is Tom Brady getting his seventh ring in in this in this Super Bowl here. Uh, As my father here is a Kansas City Chiefs fan, we did watch this game together. Uh, Yeah, that was a sound made many times throughout the night on Sunday. Uh, I gave him the day yesterday. Didn't even text him. Didn't 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 check on him. I knew he was recovering. Give you this second. I, I knew to it was hard to, to watch. I, I am a I am a huge Tom Brady fan, so it wasn't as heartbreaking because I did have Kansas City. I did have money down on the Kansas City, minus two and a half line, and I definitely <laughs> lost that one, unfortunately. But man, a game where, as, as an objective, unbiased fan of both of these teams, it was shocking it, it wasn't an exciting game unfortunately that's really what i was hoping for i didn't care if i if i lost my money on my bet with kansas city i was just hey i want to see a great game um and so at the end of the day it to have 40 points scored in, in a super bowl and for it to really never be exciting it was kind of uh, disappointing at that but tom brady himself just you're looking at it at a team where they they scored three touchdowns off of three turnovers. That defense had an historic performance, uh, putting up pressure on on Patrick Mahomes, unfortunately, where he just was never able to recover. That offensive line could not stop a nosebleed. I mean, there, there was JPP, did not Su, and uh, the Vita Veya just absolutely manhandling these guys on the offensive line. And Patrick Mahomes had to drop back 20 yards on every single play. So uh, just – Tom Brady to come out there and, and win his seventh Super Bowl, galvanize that, that Tampa Bay team to win the Super Bowl at home, saying, hey, we're not going to let us walk off this field as disappointed uh, it, as losers of the Super Bowl and whatnot. He, they came out there, and they, they really did uh, show up and show out uh, in this Super Bowl game. So, I mean, uh, I've got stats that we could run through if we want, but I, I want to get your thoughts on the Super Bowl and, and, and what you, you you saw in that.
1: Well, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, first off. Um, Second, and nobody, uh, not that anybody actually knows, Tampa Bay was one of my Super Bowl picks. For the NFC I so. will say
0: yes We did talk about this A couple of weeks ago I had New Orleans Winning that game Against, uh, against Tampa Bay In the NFC uh, Divisional round That didn't happen I wanted Tampa Bay To win the, the Green Bay game Because again I'm a Bears fan I hate Green Bay right. <laughs> So right. I right. definitely Did not want to see Green Bay in the Super Bowl uh, And he, he, we both I said Green Bay Was probably going to win You from the beginning Of the season Said Tampa Bay You, you see them in the Super Bowl So I, I got to give you credit there
1: yeah, uh, something I seen that I did not want to see as of a few days ago, um, <laughs> because by the time you, know, I mean, I mean, I don't want to say to state the obvious. I mean, it's just, I mean, Kansas City was just not. There wasn't a hundred percent. I mean, yeah. nobody's hundred percent, but Kansas City was really decimated on the offensive line, um, travel, COVID. You know, it's, you know, um, um, the polar vortex that's in the uh, Midwest right now yep. it's, c- if nothing else, I would never ignore these things as factors. They're factors, no matter what, yeah. and and you can see it on on the field. Now, was that what caused them to have you know Patrick Mahomes running around with his with, a, with, a, with a, like a chicken with his head cut off? Yep. Not exactly. <laughs> However, I mean it just. But I digress. It was Tom Brady's seven championship, and I have to say, I and I'm not a Tom Brady. I'm not an anti-Tom Brady fan either. I'm just. Just New England was nev- never one of my horses. Yeah. Um. But I do respect him. I I had him in fantasy. Trust me, people. I, I know <laughs> where talent comes from. <laughs> okay. So I found that you know out of his seven titles, um, his seven Super Bowls uh, wins. That I, I find that this one is the most impressive. Yeah. I mean, switches teams over uh, in the off season. Yep. No. F- no. No preseason. Um. No. No mini camps. No OTAs. You know. Um. He comes in. He he picks Tampa. I, I, I've i heard the other people talk about the, oh, the Tampa's the worst losing franchise. And it has nothing to do with Tom Brady coming in there last year whatsoever. 5%. I was
0: absolutely shocked that he went to, to, to Tampa Bay at the time. Going back to, to last offseason when, right. when he made the decision. I was – because it was not one of any of the talking points – for any of these like major shows, it wasn't when, a contender whatsoever. He, nobody said Tampa Bay at all, and then out of nowhere in that then in, in the week that he d- ended up deciding, Tampa Bay became a, a contender, and I was like, Tampa, where did this come from? Nobody's talking about it. like this wasn't talked about at all this season, and then out of nowhere because we're talking about the Chargers, we're talking about <laughs> him going back home to San Francisco, we're True. talking about all these other actual teams that like literally you're looking at like oh that that's gonna be a super bowl contender no matter what and then he chooses tampa bay and i'm like uh Uh, right uh, (laughs) cool,
1: right because we're so used to seeing like okay you know who who, who would like uh, us let's use an example okay it was the off season you know let's just go back a year yeah and all of a sudden you know let's say you know just as an example san francisco decides we don't want to bring jimmy g back we're going to do this. We're going to yeah. do this. We're going to do it. And all of a sudden... It made and, too much sense. Right. And all of a sudden, Tom Brady ends up in San Francisco.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. One piece away. That that was, you know, it's an upgrade. It's not even a piece. It's just yeah. an upgrade at a position that they were already decent in, and they moved on. I said that to say this. Same thing actually happened in Tampa. If you break down yeah, Tampa's if you look team back at it, yeah. in the off season prior to him coming there, all the pieces outside of four pieces are sitting there already before he got there. And it was was just him and the next three pieces that came that proceeded after him that put them over the top. And and the point being is they replaced Jameis Winston with Tom Brady. That's a win. I don't care <laughs> what franchise you're on. That's a win. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with Jameis Winston, but Tom Brady is clearly- Well, oh, there's 30 in interceptions
0: wrong with Jameis Winston. <laughs> that's that's the well, issue with Jameis Winston. Th- but Jameis Winston <laughs> can still be a no, starter no in the league. No ill will against Jameis. Right. I'm just saying I, there is I, something wrong. Yeah, Jameis, don't call him into the show. I mean, yeah. <laughs> please, no, please do. Please do. I would love to have Jameis <laughs> on the show.
1: <laughs> but Jameis, uh, I I, look, man. I'm, 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 I'm not by Jameis Winston. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, he comes over and he he you know he 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 gets he's added on to this to 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 Tampa Bay. Yeah. So they upgrade their quarterback right off the bat. They're automatically a contender. That de- and this is the thing that nobody knew. I, mm-hmm. I watched this last year. That defense, they didn't add all these pieces in the off and built this defense. That defense was there last year. I think year. the
0: only piece that they added was Sue. I, that's it, and a deep, a D tackle, another to bolster that that defensive line. I thought
1: Sue was there last year. He,
0: he could uh, add Pierre Paul. Yeah, JPP okay. was the one yeah. that was added this year. So, um, yeah, you you add another piece and another edge rusher who made a plays here in the in this Super Bowl. Where man, it's just where you have got an offensive line in Kansas City where you have one one starting offensive lineman from the beginning of the season. The other four, both of your tackles are gone. It as of just two weeks ago. Yeah, there's no way, and it <laughs> and it, 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 it it's just baffling to me because he, here are some of the points that I wanted to make right. about this this Super Bowl is, and I guess this will be our Super Bowl show here really quickly here we'll t- we'll take ten minutes fifteen minutes to talk about this because you have the reins. Let's start with Tampa Bay. Like you said, congrats to them. That was. A great performance for them to come out and, and, and to just not really make too many mental errors. Tom Brady himself didn't make it really any mental errors at all, which he doesn't. He is right. Tom Brady. He, he, it is a mental game for him. So he loves it. He gets out there and he goes out there. His stat line, 21 for 29, 201 yards, three touchdowns, no turnovers. Uh, he had that one f- uh, fumble from the ball going over his head, jumped on it, whatever. I mean, They've already... He up even by.
1: jumped on the ball. <laughs> he even recovered. That.
0: Yeah. So, I, I don't... I, I, there's no turnovers. I, I'll say that. Um, and then for their rushing attack, this is a Leonard Fournette, new piece, and Ronald Jones, who I and everybody else in the NFL world have completely written off as... These, as a guy who just isn't going to be it for your team. Ronald Jones, he's not going to be that guy. These guys combined for 28 attempts, 150 yards, uh, <laughs> and a touchdown in this game. It just And they just kept the clock running in the second half. They they did not – that clock, ne- I don't think ever stopped in the second half in all honesty. They just kept it going, and, and Kansas City really just couldn't do anything about them running the ball. Which they're not a rush, uh, they're not a, like a rushing defense at all. In, in all honesty, they, that that is their weakness th- throughout the year. Um, and then, like I said, Tampa Bay had had a historic defensive uh, performance. And you're just gonna, I just want to run through these stats for Tampa Bay's defense because this is ridiculous. Fifty-seven total tackles, three sacks, five tackles for loss, two interceptions, ten QB hits. And this is the number that nobody has ever seen. Hold
1: on, on. I'll I'll let you finish. I have
0: to question This is the number that nobody has seen in the Super Bowl ever before. 29 of uh, Patrick Mahomes' 49 dropbacks were QB pressures. Over 50% of the time he dropped back, he was getting pressured. If that's most in Super Bowl history. This is just ridiculous that the, the offensive line, this is why I said this is the biggest point of this game, is what is Tampa Bay's uh front seven going to do against a decimated Kansas City's offensive line? And we found out they were going to come after him. They were going to put pressure on as much as they possibly could, and they did, and they won that game through there. Now, uh, what was your point? Uh, what was your question about the, the... Oh, what
1: was that one stat you said right before that one?
0: So, ten, 10 QB hits. 10 QB hits. He, he had three sacks. Are you
1: sure it was only 10? That's what <laughs> my question was.
0: I, it, that, that is I when swear you got hit on every checked, play. I checked four different uh, references. play. <laughs> it was pro football <laughs> reference. Uh, I, I checked ESPN. I checked CBS. 10 was the... It's baseline num- that number, yeah. yeah so that- everybody had that number. So I, I went with. That. I didn't watch get, play by play every single offensive of Kansas City play to see how many he had. But yes, uh, that is what has been a reported. Ten QB Fish hits. judges on <laughs> ringside. You know, you got all yeah. the hits. <laughs> uh, but I mean, in, like for Kansas City though, I mean you're going to look at Tampa Bay had a fantastic game with those numbers there. Let's look at Kansas City side. You're looking at Patrick Mahomes having a rough night. He had 26 for 49 on, on his dropbacks there. 270 yards. Patrick Mahomes was playing well. I mean, he, they were driving the football down the field for the most part. No no touchdowns. He had the two interceptions. And he also had five carries for thirty three yards. He he was their their second uh, leading rusher there.
1: And in all fairness. I mean there was two drop passes in the end zone that I'm
0: gonna get to that little oh, I don't no, want to jump We over will this. touch it. Yes. I, yeah, that. that is gonna come up later uh, for this. You got Let's go ahead. Yeah, Kansas City's <sighs> defense, uh, the penalties crushed them. All of their momentum kept getting stopped with these penalties. Um they had eleven penalties for 120 total yards. Um, And like I said, the the Kansas City O-line injuries caused just duress for Patrick Mahomes all night long. And for me, the the second part, other than the offensive line not not being able to stop all that pressure, was the receivers just kind of crumbling under pressure. There wasn't just two drop passes that night. There were three major ones. There was the number one in the first quarter uh, where Tyreek Hill dropped that pass in the end zone right off his face mask. I I keep going back and looking at that. Threw his hands. Threw his hands right off his face mask. mask. Um, Travis Kelsey in the second quarter, uh, early in the second quarter, as they were beginning to drive, uh, there was a third down play. uh, I think it was a third and eight, a little uh, 10-yard out route for Travis Kelsey. He dropped it, and that just completely shut down that drive. They had to punt that ball there. Um, and that was where they had the punt where uh, Townsend, Townsend, whatever the punter's name is, he dropped the ball, picked it up, and then got off a absolutely massive punt, but then there was some penalty that was called, and I'll get to the penalties in a second here. Uh, then there was a penalty <sighs> call, so then he had to go back and do it again, and then he completely shanks it off of his right foot, and it goes right out of bounds, and he was like, they the, the ball at like the 45-yard line, plus 45, and I was like, Geez. Any
1: one of us in this studio <laughs> could have did that. Uh, it was,
0: Any it one was, of us. Yeah, it was not pretty. And then we also had, in the fourth quarter, the late Darrell Williams t- touchdown pass drop again. So, I, I mean... I am not going to blame Patrick Mahomes for this game. Like he said when he came out at the end in that interview, said that it was one of his worst performances. More than likely, yes, because he's had absolutely insane stat lines for his entire career. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to blame this loss on Patrick Mahomes. I'm really going to put it on the O-line, and I'm going to put it on uh, Kansas City's receivers. Now, I will say they also had to fight an uphill battle against the refs because mm-hmm. I went back and absolutely. I watched – I I re- I rewatched the recap of this game about 5 times just to just to look at the major penalties that had happened mm. and it was grossly in favor of tampa bay and this is i said this as we were w- watching the game together i was like this is the first time i've seen the the tom brady uh effect in action because i've been blind to it for the last uh, 10 you 15 are. years see, i remember you saying that
1: and I'm i didn't even comment to that i'm like you really didn't it, see this no i honestly this is the this first
0: time that I've really single like, time he plays
1: in the playoffs <laughs> this is what happens yes and it's been told to you every single t- and you have taken a blind eye to this, and, and have decided to see something else instead. Yeah. And this is what I'm talking about. However, it. Uh, and I'm I, so torn with this one. I mean, this, yeah. No, what I'll, I'll say it. is,
0: I won't, I'm not blaming the refs for Kansas City losing. That is not what I am doing here. I am just saying that it was an uphill battle for Kansas City against the refs. Because these, there are three, there are three penalties that I think completely changed this game. We're going to look back at it, or I guess four in total. So, Tampa Bay's penalties—they were four for thirty-nine. We really just had a couple of holding calls, five yards, ticky-tack stuff, whatever. Move on, and then you had the the personal foul, the uh, Winfield Jr. doing up the peace sign in front of Tyreek Hill's face, the taunting call, whatever it was. So, um, those those were the extent of Tampa Bay's. uh, And these were well at the games was already secured. It it was it was in the bag already. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kansas City. Like I said earlier, they <laughs> had 11 penalties for 120 total yards. And the biggest ones here, let's start off in the first quarter, you've got uh, against Prashad uh, – is it uh, Breland? Uh, he had a defensive holding call against uh, – uh, well, he was uh, guarding Mike Evans. Um, and it was so ticky-tacky. It was one of these plays where it's like – this is just hand fighting to me in all honesty. And, I, and please – I know, like I said, I was rooting for Kansas city, but I, I looked at this objectively. Again, I took a day off yesterday to not literally look at what ESPN and and Fox and all these other uh, networks were saying about the, uh, about this game. Mm -hmm. I took a day off and I went back today this morning and I looked about five or six times just watching those plays. And I'm just like, I really just do not see what you're talking about when you're talking about defensive holding. I get it. in. When you're looking at playoff football, this entire playoffs, we really didn't have any penalties. We had that Tampa Bay Green Bay game. I think there was like four penalties in total that were called, and it was because we let players play, we let them go out and perform, because that's what we want to see. I don't want to see the ref coming on the mic 15 times in a game to talk about some ticky tack hand fighting stuff where we're just playing football. Exactly, and if you're gonna do, do
1: it on both sides of the ball because everybody was doing it. It was on one side, yeah. you know, Tampa Bay might get another call <laughs> once in the quarter. it was, like, come it, on. It
0: was something that they didn't. I because the when you're looking at those specific ones, because I will say the Mike Evans uh, uh, pass interference call against Breland, I agree with. You tripped him up. The ball was too close. Uh, to to say that it was out of reach. Um, in, in that one play, I know you didn't like it. I know it was it. it, it but I I would much rather take that than these hand fighting defensive holding calls because those would be yes.
1: J- I mean, j- j- without, j- just taking that play as well i mean they the refs in some cases i know they did they got to do they did they have a very difficult job it's, yes. it's things are running in real time and they bang bang plays yeah. however they have the the, the 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 wonderful technology of replay
0: which and, we can't do on pass interference anymore because of new orleans so <laughs> let's let's move on from that let's but, move on. yeah so uh but with that defensive holding call that happened in the first quarter, that was in a third down play, and that kept the drive alive because now it's five yards and another first down, right. automatic first down, and that ended it with the first Gronkowski touchdown. Uh, now, mid-second quarter, we got another defensive holding call in third and four against Denzel – or is it Denzel Ward? Or Darrell Ward? What, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cornerback for the Kansas city award uh, <laughs> another one against uh, while he was guarding Mike Evans mm-hmm. um, kept the drive alive. Uh But then we thought, okay, cool. They are only going to hold him to three. We're going to kick this field goal here, but now we have offsides on the field goal. And now we have the second Gronkowski touchdown because now they got another chance to, to drive down the field. And so this is now 14 points off of penalties alone that continue to allow you to get uh, down the field more and more. Uh, oh, Trivarius Ward. I definitely was never going to get that. Not even close. (laughs) Uh, And now I guess I'm thinking of the ward from uh, uh, Cleveland. Uh, But uh, now in the late second quarter, uh, we had another defensive PI call against Tyron Matthew. Uh, this was the one in the end zone where it was a get, where I think he was going up against Gronkowski or no, it might have been Evans again where they called PI in the back and I'm like again hand fighting we do this on every play if the if the offensive player engages in their fighting hands their slapping hands you don't call pass interference you don't call holding because they're both doing it and now this is in the heat of the game the heat of the moment and in the on the biggest stage you're calling these ticky tack fouls that. I just I can't get behind that because at the end of the day, we want to see these guys play. We want to see them perform. We want to see them overcome the the, the, the hand fighting, the hand checking. We want to we want to see the physicality of the game.
1: I'm taking a step further. You're saying you don't want to see this. I'm saying we can't see this. They <sighs> These things need to go away from in football, because as you can see, and I'm going to use this game, the Super Bowl, as an example to some degree. That These penalties had a significant
0: impact. And to that point, that's another Brown touchdown that ended on that drive. That was the Antonio Brown touchdown drive. And so now you're looking at four penalties in this game that ended up, instead of being a punt by Kansas City, possibly points on the board by Kansas City, you're looking at... uh, or the, the instead of you're looking at Kansas City getting the ball back and a chance to score, you're looking at Tampa Bay scoring 21 points off of ticky tack fouls, and I and I, that's where I'm just like, this is too much. I I, I get like I said, I, I completely understand. I I will give you. The pass interference call on Evans down those down the sideline where Breland tripped up. He ended up tripping Mike Evans, and it, it. I get it. It was too close for the referee in that bang bang scenario to say in that real time that he could not catch he that tripped ball.
1: Tripped and fell and hit the guy. Whatever and they call it. Yes, that doesn't one, matter.
0: Yeah. It, 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 that I will I will, I will accept pass interference <laughs> on that on that call. And you, you in in that play in that drive didn't end up in points. That it, it didn't have a significant impact on the game. But these ticky tack ones, where you're having hand fighting with Mike Evans, an a absolute specimen of, 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 a, of a football player, a, a giant wide receiver with strength, he's right. basically Gronkowski with more speed. Like, right. in all honesty, why are we calling hand fighting uh, as defensive holding? Why are we calling these penalties? And, and it is, like I said, it's not to say that this would have, if the, those penalties weren't called that, that, that uh, now, Kansas City's receivers didn't choke and, and catch these passes that they didn't. Right. No, I'm not saying that. But it does give Kansas City an opportunity on making huge plays on third down and saying, boom, we stopped him. We got the ball back. Can Now, Patrick Mahomes isn't as cold. He can get back out here on the field. He can scramble as much and run as much for his life as he needs to and yeah. hopefully now this gives Tyreek Hill hey let's let's get this thing going hey uh T- Travis Kelsey let's get this thing going let's let's start moving mm-hmm. Uh Cole Hardman maybe he actually feels a little bit better now that they have the ball and he actually reaches up for that pass that went over his head I, right. I, it's, just, it's one of those things where it has a cascading effect down the line uh, against the offense when you're just constantly the momentum is shifting right back to Tampa Bay after you make a huge play where that, that Tyron Matthew one where they called the 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 holding on Denzel or Charvarius Ward Ward uh that was an interception that that was the interception uh, that Tyron Matthew got exactly. he's running it back the other way and now we got the ball like <laughs> that, that's a huge huge play As it said it's first down going the other way on again ticky-tack stuff. That's what I have an issue with where it's not where it's like, that that was an egregious foul that should have been called pass interference. It's not even something that was close like the Mike Evans' one where where it was down the sideline for P.I. It was something where it was clearly like, come on, that's just football. Let's play football. That's what we're here to see.
1: see, Yeah, But for some reason or another, if Tom Brady (laughs) is on that team, this is what you see. Thank you. It's the Tom Brady effect. And (sighs) Congratulations, Tom Brady. (laughs) And Tampa Bay. I, but I really think that there was a robbing that went on in the Super Bowl um, big time. And this is, I'm, I'm not an anti-Tom Brady yeah. hater or anything like that. So, everybody relax when I'm <laughs> going to say this. And it's going to make sense when I'm done saying it. And you're going to agree. Trust me. <laughs> but Tom Brady should not have been the MVP oh, in, no. in, in the Super Bowl. And it wasn't even close to how he should have been. Um. And with that being said, it's not even an offensive player that should be the MVP, in my opinion. That entire... (laughs) <laughs> Tampa Bay defense yes.
0: should be the MVP. JPP, and and Sue and Vita Vea should have all co MVPs for this game. That front seven was absolutely amazing. I mean, bring At in yeah, Bring in a Devin White for that uh-huh. co MVP as well. Bring in whatever other linebacker you want to. Uh, Winfield Jr. Bring him in. He had a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. This, the Tampa Bay defense was absolutely amazing in this game. And, and that, like I said. That was one of the things where that didn't affect, like those penalties didn't affect Tampa Bay's defense. They weren't doing anything that was egregious. I mean, you had the Winfield one where it was after the play, he's taunting, whatever, that he's excited. It's the fourth quarter and you're – killing the Kansas City Chiefs, the team that everybody's saying, this is the next dynasty, this is the next New England Patriot dynasty that we're going to see for the next 20 years. So, uh, for him to be excited and do that, that didn't hurt their team at the end of the day. (laughs) They they got a 15-yard penalty on the kickoff, I think it was. So, it's like, let's... uh, yeah <laughs> you're right like you said that, that was a a, a a collective defensive mvp award should have been handed out not right. to tom brady because i mean like i said tom brady had a solid game with his stat line 21 yeah, for 29 if, 20, 201 three touchdowns cool but that historic defense that those stats right. are the ones that changed this game
1: exactly <laughs> and, and i know it just didn't fit the narrative so, you know it, <laughs>
0: I digress. No, and, and I will say uh, there was another uh, Super Bowl MVP that Tom Brady didn't deserve. To go back to Super Bowl Fifty One against Atlanta. That should have gone to James White instead of Tom Brady. But, I mean, that that's one of those ones where
1: absolutely,
0: <laughs> yeah. We
1: well, and, and that could be another set. I mean, we can do a Tom Brady segment. Yeah, and just do an opinion piece. And I mean, I have, I, I think I have some very subjective. I mean, subjective. It's <laughs> a very um objective views they're, on they're, well, no, unbiased. They are subjective. But they're, they're, I think they're, they're my opinions, but I think that there will be, there will be, the, people can agree and be and be able to tolerate yeah. what I'm going to say and, and, and see the fairness in what I'm going to share. Yeah. I'm just going to share an observation more so than an opinion, but it's what I've seen. Yeah. As opposed to how I felt about it. Because again, I don't have anything against the Patriots. I don't have anything against the Tom Brady. And uh, I mean I had something against him on Sunday, but that's <laughs> I mean, that's over with now. So I mean in and granted, he's the GOAT. I'm just gonna put that out there. He's greatest greatest quarterback of all. T- he has the greatest career going here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I, I that's another. So I'll get into that later. But. All right. Yeah. Tom Brady. All right. <laughs> let's
0: move on. All right. Uh, did you go to you? Just, you just did your number five, correct? My number five was Tyreek Hill. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So on the number four, you can jump on that one there. Start that one off. Let's, uh Keep moving down the list here. Four.
1: I will go with <laughs> funny. We just brought, talked about this, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Mahomes right. in Week Three at Baltimore. This is probably Ooh. arguably their best game of the season. Okay. Um, back in Week Three, um, uh, they was in Baltimore. I really was nervous about this game. I <laughs> Kansas City, gr- even under the the Patrick Mahomes Andy Reid era or reign, they're not. They're just not that kind of franchise that just goes into top, 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 top-notch uh, uh, franchises, uh, home fields, and just go smack them in the mouth and leave. They don't necessarily do that, you know. Um, However, they did do that this week, you know, in week <laughs> three. So, but the performance of Patrick Mahomes, which he had 385 passing yards, he had four touchdowns, he had 22 first-downs. On passing, on passing Jesus. first downs alone, <laughs> twenty-two people. It, yeah, it, oh, it was rolling this week. Yeah. Um, he had four rushes for twenty-six yards and a touchdown, so he finished the game with three hundred eighty-five yards and five touchdowns. Um, again, against Baltimore in Baltimore with that stout defense, yeah. and they have a top, like a top two, top three defense in the league this year as well. And this is that that game was the game we sh- I felt we should have seen. Sunday, but we did not see that. So, yeah. but at number four, I got Patrick Mahomes.
0: <clears throat> okay, and man, I, I would say Patrick Mahomes. He had a, 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 another MVP like season. He was close to that, and we'll talk about the the MVP coming up here because he is definitely on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, Patrick Mahomes, I I can't wait to see what he does moving forward. Uh, just how he responds to losing like this, because I mean. We saw him lose to Tom Brady two years ago, and we got a, a bounce-back year where they went on an absolute tear to win a Super Bowl, and he got a Super Bowl MVP out of that season. So exactly. he loses to Tom Brady this year. I can't wait to see what he does next year. So uh, I, I just want to see what the, this team can – how they can bounce back, how they can move forward from 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 this loss here. And and just now he's that $500 million man. That, that contract kicks in next year. And so I want to see him live up to that, and really just put up the numbers that we know that he can.
1: It's really been a two team, a two team race between Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. They have just been passing the title back and forth for yep. the last three years. So if this is anything like a tennis, and you know <laughs> they serving back and forth, it's coming back to Kansas City next year. Uh, I mean uh, they can run this thing back next year, but I don't. <laughs> let's get into Super Bowl predictions for next year. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm making this more about Brady and Mahomes. It's, it's not a, it's not a far-fetched it, it could happen but yeah. i'm not really trying to go down that route it's just more about Mahomes is still going to be in the um, in the conversation I'm still saying Tom Brady is still in the conversation going going forward for sure. Until he's not in the league.
0: We, we are—he's—he's
1: he's something to I, I be will, dealt with.
0: I will say this for this show: we are not Max Kellerman. We are not saying that he is falling off some sort of a cliff. We—we we are not saying that he is in some sort of a ravine or nowhere. None of that. We know what Tom Brady is. My dad has seen him for. 20 years uh, as 21 years now. Uh, And so I've been watching football since 2008, that year that they went almost undefeated and lost to New York. That is where my football uh, watching career started. And then from there, it's been religious like, it's every Sunday and in, front of the, in front of the TV I'm watching football and I'm looking at his entire career uh Patrick Mahomes and, and whatnot so I mean th- these guys have been fantastic they have been the the, the class of the NFL um mm-hmm. and they they will be for for years to come and uh, a lot of people were saying that like Tom Brady needs to retire after this but I mean even with him not having that insane stat line like he would have like just 2 years ago or 3 years ago against uh, uh Philadelphia where they lost that Super Bowl mm-hmm. he had like 500 almost 600 yards in that game even though he's not putting up those numbers for me 201 yards i mean in the Super Bowl on the biggest stage I, i'm i'm taking it i i'm going to i love him in that position i love him as a game manager if you will but he he's is the goat. Like, yeah,
1: exactly, and that's the thank you. You should have just started with he was the goat because when you can have two hundred and one yards, but when you have three touchdowns in a absolute dominant performance, when you galvanize that's your not, team,
0: that's not game management anymore. When you, just, this is what impressed me about Tom Brady in that game in in, in in the super in the Super Bowl game that just passed. I know we 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 moved on from that, but when, <laughs> right. for, when we're talking about Tom Brady uh, as a whole and moving forward, it's the fact that you know, as for the whole team, the defense gets a stop, they get you the ball back, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, however that happens, and you're looking at at your your offense and mm-hmm. you say, Hey, we need to score now so that they come out more, they get some rest right now, and, and we we take some time off this clock so they can they can breathe mm-hmm. and they can get back out here and do it again. And hmm. for him to go down there and hand the ball off, make sure that everybody's doing the right assignment, getting these guys worked up, saying, hey, Lenny, get over there and hit that dude. You got to he came out and Leonard Fournette was hitting guys. He's putting that shoulder down and moving forward. Ronald Jones again a guy that everybody was looking at and saying this dude does not need to be in the league right now. He needs to take a <laughs> break. Uh Ronald Jones does cuz he it just did not look like the NFL was for him. He comes out there and he's laying down his shoulder and in, in 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 moving forward moving piles of guys that are this is the Super Bowl, the biggest game where everybody's giving their all, and he, they are going down there and they're they're just doing everything that they can to run some time off the clock, continue to get that that defense as <laughs> as much energy as they can to come right back out and put up the numbers that they did. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I know we moved on from the Super Bowl, but I just had to say that to when we were talking about Tom Brady.
1: That's funny. I mean, I don't, <laughs> and I took out all of that the Leonard Fournette part. Y'all realize that Leonard Fournette? I mean, it could have been de- it's, it could be debated. Leonard Fournette could have arguably, based on who Leonard Fournette is and what Leonard Fournette has done in the last two, three seasons versus that game, could have easily been an MVP. He had the game. I don't even know the last time he had a game. uh,
0: Any kind of inkling of a game I think for himself, he had 13 or 14 carries for about 87 yards or so. Um, I know you got the stat line right there. Uh, Let's see here. He was... Oh 16 carries for 89 yards in a touchdown. I mean, and that touchdown play was ridiculous. He was get he was hit in the backfield, I believe. Right at the line of scrimmage they had that to that hit and then uh Oh, and then he was working in the passing game as well. Uh, four reception, 46 yards, uh, four targets. I mean, he caught every target that he had. And That's so, a beast yeah. game. Yeah.
1: For Leonard Fournette, if anybody, and I mean anybody who has followed Leonard Fournette the last couple seasons, you have to know. This, has been, this is the game of his career. Yeah.
0: I mean, outside of that uh, AFC uh, divisional game that he had, or it was not two years ago. I know. I'm <laughs> just right. saying. I know. Got you. <laughs> That's what I was
1: saying. It's just yeah, we had a Leonard Fournette sighting that was, I mean, for the ages. Yeah. I mean, for if if you really follow Leonard Fournette, it, it yeah, uh, it's really uh, bad career. <laughs> yeah,
0: it it's, it's not been pretty from Jacksonville. So for him to have this <laughs> this game here, it was it was exciting to see. So I mean. Uh, let, let's yes. now put Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl to rest. <laughs> we'll leave that alone for the rest of this uh, show here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. For me, my number four um, would definitely, and because like I said, my my uh, my list here is more storylines for the season. Mm-hmm. And I have to commend for the first two months of the season. And I wish that it would have been for the full season. Uh, we would have we we would have saw more of this. But for the NFL to step up. And actually allow their players to talk about social justice issues, uh, and putting that at the forefront at the beginning of this season, I have to commend them for at least that. Uh, like I said, I wish they would have done it throughout the entire season because I feel like in uh, December and and most of January, outside of the Super Bowl, we did not hear anything. But uh, and we not did get often. good football games at that point. But <laughs> true, that is true. Uh, but you're you're looking at NFL sponsored social justice ads that were that were put out there, which. That only does so much, but to just see that the NFL themselves did it, it, it that's a huge step. Um, and then also uh, my thing for the NFL, when they allowed uh, government to come in and use the stadiums as polling sites, and, and now they're opening up their stadiums for COVID uh, uh, um, treatment. Um. uh that when they're uh, administering the uh, – what are they called? Vaccine. Vaccin- vaccination sites. They're, they're mm-hmm. allowing those. They're, they, they told the president that, hey, NFL, we we want to use our stadiums for that uh, if you guys are interested in using them. And, and I know uh, Joe Biden in the Super Bowl, he talked about that. He, he mm-hmm. said that he he was definitely interested in letting his COVID team know, hey, please go use the NFL as a resource here. So uh, for them to do that, I think that that's huge social justice and just uh, allowing these things to, to move forward and, and give, let their play, players just come out and use their platform as a, as a voice to, to raise awareness. That was amazing. So I, I will say that that was one of the storylines that I, I definitely was uh, encouraged to see. I would love to see more of it throughout the entire season and moving forward, uh, but, but definitely that was a step in the right direction.
1: Oh, uh, definitely. Um, yeah, this past summer, uh, I'm not, not going to go too deep into that. Everyone knows how the summer went down, but yeah. de- definitely a you know, f- f- social awareness and you know that d- definitely this it it, uh, it all it all hit a boiling point this summer. And yeah. so, for anyone walking around. Non-conscious, non-aware, <laughs> you know, naive. I, you know, hid in the sand. It, it, I find it very hard pressed to, to put, be able to pull that off in this day and age, you know. Because and then with COVID, it's it just and with all those quarantines are still going on. It, it makes it very hard to get away from these these topics. But as you were saying, like the, the NFL made a, you know, made you know, <clears throat> made the gesture. And, and and sided with the social with, with social justice issues finally yep. and changed their views and you know because we had
0: the Kaepernick situation of course which that's a whole other conversation. conversation you know <laughs> oh my god I I have a lot to say about I hope Kaepernick. we have a segment
1: for this it, at some point I, I, I mean, we're gonna we, have a lot we of time may, we this this need to talk about that because <laughs> it's, it's and it's something that's still not resolved so yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll be we coming back to that.
0: No, we will. Uh, I will say this: that is something that if you are interested in hearing what we have to say about Kaepernick, we will have a show about that this off season. We will sit down. I don't know exactly when. I will let you guys know, but we will have a show on that uh, to definitely talk about what happened there over the course of twenty seventeen and on. Uh, 2016, 2015, and on, and and what happened in that situation, and how we felt about it, and what we want to and need to see moving forward with the Kaepernick situation. Yeah, I think
1: it's important that we do talk about it. Yeah, actually, I mean, not us, anybody. We we it's something that should be talked about because it is a part of all of the social justice. The Kaepernick is one. He's just another footnote in there. Yeah. He's, he's another branch on the tree. But it's not to be ignored. It's yeah, not, you know. And granted, he was kind of the pioneer to this, you know, but he was the catalyst. Right. And we're looking at it as in hindsight, hence why we need why we need to have a show about this. Because yeah. <laughs> we need to talk yeah. about this. No. But um, <laughs> but yes,
0: back to what you were saying. Yeah. Just the 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 awareness that the NFL had this season after the Ka- Kaepernick situation to say, Hey, you were right. And, and to come out and do what they have done, the first steps that they've taken, I'm enjoying seeing that. And like I said, I want to see more. I want to see yeah. them continue to move forward with it. This cannot be the end of it. But for them to start it and to to, to kind of get their foot in the door and begin to go down that direction, that was in, in, encouraging to see it, to say the least.
1: Not that I want to come behind the encouragement piece. <laughs> I have to ask the question, though. What's that? In, in regards to the social Was there anything that you've seen at the NFL – did you see anything this year that the NFL could have did better in regards to how they approach the social justice
0: issue? 1000%. Uh, I mean, uh, number one, uh, I I my first one will definitely be the fact that we didn't see as much in the second half of the season. It's mm-hmm. you you started out hot. You had the, the 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 ads with all of the players and the player association walking out on training camp. You had uh, just uh, a bevy of 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 uh, like millions of dollars being poured into these social justice awareness groups, Black Lives Matter, and and, and other groups that are mm-hmm. doing huge things with with uh social justice awareness and social justice active act uh, being active in that world, mm-hmm. um, for you to actually fund those efforts that was huge. But then we see it in the second half of the season; it kind of went radio silent. We we didn't hear much about it, and and that's where I'm like man I-, I love the crucial catch uh, initiative that we have that happens in november mm-hmm. once uh, honestly it felt for me once the 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 uh, election had happened we kind of the, the it it felt like the nfl was like okay we did our part for this season and i'm like uh I really wish you guys are just would have kept going with it, with more ads, more awareness, just what, wherever it could have came from, just continuing to, to make that effort, continuing to put it at the forefront of all NFL fans' minds. Hey, we need to make sure that we are aware and we need to make sure that we are taking steps forward to continue to be uh, – Going back into the right direction and fixing what's systemic, systemically wrong in this society. So that's the number one big thing that I wish, And there's thousands of other things that they could have done. Uh, what what should have, could have, would have. You could have had one of those moments. But I mean, that that's the number one thing for me is the fact that it kind of felt like election happened november 3rd happened and then it felt like ooh okay that's it for this year let's see what we can do next year and i'm like Ugh, let's see what we can do more now <laughs> Let, let's do it now so uh, th- that's a that.
1: quite a different take from that um and it's something that's not even as grand as what you shared which which you and i and i actually liked your point that you brought up and uh, and i was hoping you said no, you know, I was hoping you was gonna say something to the nature of well, I could like to see them do this and that yeah. as opposed to being no, I think they're doing fine and they're yeah. doing great. No, there's <laughs> there's a lot to be done here. Yes. You know. So and, and granted, as again, that's why I said I know this is gonna sound crazy coming behind the praise, but you gotta give we, we we gotta give you all the full picture here. So, or the backside or the flip side to this. For me it was just one thing and it came at the beginning of the year. It's funny you said that it was nothing You've really heard nothing in the second half. Well, <laughs> I want to trim it down even further than that. My issue started and ended in week one, with with, with the social uh, justice issues, and this was the whole. It, there was this grand, popping circumstance about the Black National Anthem. You know, and we're gonna play this Black National yeah. Anthem, and I was like, "Oh, that sounded great." However, there was not a, there wasn't there, there wasn't a period in that sentence; it was a comma. And they kept going. They said, "And we're gonna do it for week one." <laughs> That's where the NFL lost me on this. On this, what do you That's mean fair. week one? Yeah. Like, why? Why is that? Like, because right now, it, what it speaks to me is it's telling me it's just it's a PR stunt now. You know, it's not so much about. Yeah. And this was at the heart. I mean, this is this is the beginning of the season. So this is as, we're coming. We're still really in summer. So this is yeah. we're in the heart of this. <laughs> And that was the best they the, could come the, up with. I
0: think what uh, Jacob Blake shooting had just happened. Yes. Is that, that that's because that's where the the whole walking out on training camp started. Yes. So the, the, when that had happened, I was just like, because we're to give you guys reference, we live in Minnesota, we live in the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I am literally just outside of Minneapolis. So when mm-hmm. the George Floyd uh, situation happened, and Breonna Taylor had happened, at uh, first that was. Outrage with the Breonna, Breonna Taylor situation. Mm-hmm. Minneapolis is a very progressive city, so we saw people marching at that point, and then George Floyd happened, and we had riots. We had... It was absolutely insane
1: insanity
0: yeah in in, in 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 rightfully so i i i think that that's one of those things where you're gonna get a lot of people that are saying all oh, the riots this that and the other and, and the, 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 that there's no place for this that and then we're like well we wouldn't talk about it if we didn't so right uh the, the, it, so uh, that's like i said we will have a a, a whole episode on this yes uh and, and it'll go in much more detail going back to 2016 2015 when when it started with Colin Kaepernick. So, uh, that's that. But when I do agree with you, especially that's a great point about the Black National Anthem. For that to right be a PR stunt in, in, in total honesty uh, it's definitely something where we could have uh, saw saw more of the NFL uh, taking an right. initiative and on it.
1: Exactly. And I'm going to conclude because I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go too hard yeah. on these points because we will talk about this again. I yeah. just want to bring up this one point. Um, and the reason why I brought it up was because definitely for the reason as to what I shared. But the other thing as to, and what made me want to bring this up tonight was the fact that <clears> – <throat> I wasn't thinking anything about the Black National Anthem so until <laughs>
0: until the Super Bowl, yep. and all of a sudden it came back out We didn't hear it at all, and that, that's crazy because I, I I didn't get a chance to sit down at the beginning of the season because I was getting ready for a trip uh, with my girlfriend mm-hmm. uh, when. The Houston Texans Kansas City Chiefs game was kicking off. We were we were literally packing up that night, getting our car ready because we were leaving the next morning. Right. So uh, I was sitting. I was sitting in the driveway with my phone watching the game, but I never got a chance to see the the, the black national anthem. So I actually never heard it at all from the from the NFL okay. until the until the Super Bowl. And that's the
1: thing. It was just one week. Okay, yeah.
0: we. <laughs> Because I mean, because yeah. uh, uh, to to be fair, they did have all of the ads that they were running all season. Yes, which, they did. Which was which was great, and and I'm like, but it, for me, like I said, I wish I would have seen more because that was the same ad that was running at the first half of the season that was running in the second half of the season. And
1: were they not running kind of income? Conspicuous at some point they, where they were, you had were, to.
0: Be, if you're not looking for it, you might not even. If pay you're not somebody like me or you who sit down on Sundays and watch from noon all the way up until uh 10 p.m., you, you just might you miss probably it. miss it. And so at the end of the day, uh, th- those are some of the things that definitely the NFL needs to continue to do th- yes. the work that they have. But like I said for the top 10 list that we're talking about here. For them to put it at the forefront at the beginning of the season and take that first step, I was happy to see that. But like I said, and like you said, we want to see more. More. Yes, definitely. All right. Now, back to the the positives of the season, (laughs) which funny is enough, my number three is not positive. But (laughs) let's go back to the top storylines. All right. But my number three is... Let him
1: cook, Mr. Ooh. Russell Wilson. My guy. <laughs> yes. Week three versus Dallas. Okay. Oh, yes, Dallas. Yes. This is the game of games. You want to take the stats? You can go ahead and take I'm, them. I'm pulling them up right now. You, you can start. Okay. So in week three, he had 315 passing yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. He was sacked four times. He did throw 15 first down passes, and he rushed six times for 22 yards. And if anybody knows anything about Dallas' defense this year, <laughs> you can understand why... You probably be asking, why did he not have more? I, I mean, he... Oh, let me... Oh, I do remember this game, so I do have a commentary. Yeah. He did have five touchdowns. He could have arguably had seven in this game. That That's the type of game. And when we yeah. talk about Let Russ Cook, this was a Let Russ Cook campaign game
0: to And remember, letter. this is before... Dallas lost Dak for the season, Exactly. So he was. Uh, uh, was it this game? No, I think it was after this game that no, he no, got no. injured. He played
1: quite a few games.
0: This yeah. is game three. Yeah, so uh, for this game, uh, he Russell Wilson. This this is what gave him the the MVP talk at the beginning of the year. Uh, this game here, he he just absolutely went off. Three hundred fifteen yards, like you said, passing five touchdowns. I mean, and then in the rushing category, he had six rushes for 22 yards uh, as a QB. So I mean, he's continuing to extend plays, he's continuing to lead his team, continuing mm-hmm. to just be Russell Wilson. And I wish that this would have kept up throughout the entire season. Because uh, in the second half, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. for him to fall off a little bit, and, and that 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 offense as a whole to fall off when you when you lose your um when you lose your your running backs it it was it, it's hard to uh, to keep him in the mvp mvp discussion then but these are the type of games where we're like this is why Russell Wilson is is the next great thing. He is going to be one of the next great quarterbacks once we have Tom Brady out of the league I, I, and right. Drew Brees finally retires, and, and now Philip Rivers, Rivers has retired. These are the guys that are taking on the new guard, and I am excited to have them be at the top of this. So, uh, him, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Deshaun all these Watson. guys, Deshaun Watson, uh, just across the board, Kyler
1: Murray, this, oh my god, we got- Justin Herbert,
0: like all of these guys. I, I I'm excited to see the new NFL. Cor- quarterback. quarterback talents coming in the fact that we have more and more of it is we are now stopping this whole trying to change a quarterback when they come into the league and we're adjusting to the college game a little bit more and allowing these qbs to just be themselves go out there and do your performance be you and go out there and play your game so that we can have a success and and build around them and a much more
1: exciting league
0: exactly it's going to be a Phenomenal to watch moving forward, but it, it, and to have Russell Wilson be be at the helm of that, I, I'm excited. Um, definitely,
1: so we already know Russell Wilson is is near and dear to our hearts in the yeah. studio. So, um yeah, we are Russell Wilson uh supporters here. So we're just letting y'all know that. Go Hawks! So, I mean, I go Hawks! We uh, mean we're trying not to be homers. We will try to be as objective as possible. But we will disclaimer. We are telling.
0: We We, will have some fandom moments here. We we roll with (laughs) Russell Wilson, okay? All right. All right, right, perfect. Well, like I said, my number three is not so cheery. Um, Let's – first of all, with Dallas, as we were just taught, this is a great segue with Dallas and their suspect defense, can we stop calling this crap Cowboys organization America's team? Uh. And with that, can we also – talk about how lackluster this division is. I, I hate this division right now. Let's start with Dallas because that like I said we need we need to stop calling this team the America's team they suck okay, and let's just be honest And now and that's not even just from their play on the field like I said their defense is horrendous. Uh, I don't even know if there's a, a worse word you can use uh for the way that defense played this year but just as from an organizational standpoint, just look at this from the beginning of the season you you extend the uh the franchise tag out to Dak Prescott so you failed to sign him for a long-term deal after Carson Wentz has gotten his deal. Jared Goff has gotten his big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Goff got one two years early. So at, at the end of the day, Deshaun Watson was getting his deal. Uh, Patrick Mahomes got his deal. And you, at this entire time, keep saying and you keep Jerry Jones. On, this is who I'm talking about. Keep going on and on about how Dak Prescott is your guy. He is. You're you're not going anywhere else for mm-hmm. for another quarterback. Uh, and then you sign Andy Dalton uh, in, in that same breath. But then. Uh, I I am very appreciative uh, of Dak Prescott for standing his ground and not taking the 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 deal that he didn't want.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so now you failed to sign him to a long term deal. Um, and then you basically end up paying the same amount of money that you would have with that long term deal with the franchise tag with thirty three million dollars. <laughs> what what are we talking? We're talking about three million two million dollars here. Is, is that seriously what you're hung up on, Jerry Jones, Mister Four Billion Dollar Franchise? <coughs> and and yeah. now. That, that's not even the worst of it. You got – that goes out there and eventually gets injured, dislocates his ankle, and fractures it in the same play. Mm-hmm. So he, that thing is basically dangling off of his leg right now. And he – you're looking at a, at a guy who you said is your franchise, and you're now you're trying to galvanize behind him. You're trying to say, hey, this is our guy. We're behind him uh, wholeheartedly all the way down there. Week six this happens. Um, and so now – have One. Week five. Oh, sorry. Week five he gets entered. Um, and now you're looking at a team where you're like, okay, we're behind Dak Prescott, but Jerry Jones at this time, we all know what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I'm about to not have to pay him a dime. He's going to be desperate to get back on, on this field. He's going to be desperate to want to be back a part of this team. We got Andy Dalton here, so he's going to be able to keep us afloat and whatnot, and your entire team's wheels fall off, and you turn into one of the worst franchises uh one of the worst teams uh rosters being put out uh, from week to week and now you're gonna have to pay this man even more because you know how much he is to this organization and how much he he brings to them in, in a winning sense and this is one of the things where i i kind of realized how much Dak Prescott meant to Dallas Mm -hmm. was this season because when you were looking back at it you're like well you got Zeke it's it's built around Zeke and and they can do it with with anybody and you you bring in a game manager like Andy Dalton and it doesn't work it it just doesn't Mm -hmm. he can't do what Dak can do he can't he's not a leader in the locker room like Dak is and, and that's where that money needs to go and so now that he's not gonna—he's potentially not gonna be a part of that that organization anymore because we don't know if they're gonna be able to fork over forty million dollars a year for Dak. You, it doesn't right. seem like Jerry Jones wants to do it. Clearly, he doesn't. He—if he, you did, you would have done it last year <laughs> because you don't need anything else. I don't think you, you needed to see anything more else for you to give him that money. And and I think th- with the injury happening and the way that the season ended up playing out, mm. with all of the samples that we have with the games of Andy Dalton clearly this this team is 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 only going to be able to win with Dak Prescott.
1: Absolutely. Um So you say America's team. Well, <laughs> the term is only given to these. Th- I mean, yeah, I know, I know we use it a lot and we always say this oh wow what what the heck is this? We need a new America's team. Well, it only got the term only because it kept showing up on TV so much and it was there was familiar faces. In a non-social media world, I do not care. This Honestly. team,
0: <laughs> just as a point of reference, <laughs> I understand I just, why. I mean, I because get it. I, I get the I, politics. Uh, I know what Jerry I mean, Jones does for I this. I mean,
1: because <laughs> considering. Uh, <laughs> However, we was gonna determine America's team. I mean, wouldn't we think the Patriots would be America's team? I mean, I don't, I,
0: I don't care who America's team is. I just know it's not I, Dallas. <laughs> That's right. at the end of the day. I was, I, it's been because I've heard it time and time again this year. Everybody keeps talking about how th- they're gonna be back next year and they're gonna do this is every year for the last twenty five years, longer than I've been alive. We, I've been hearing Dallas is gonna be. Do you understand why? Because they haven't won since no, the '90s. because they're
1: America's they're team. They're not. They
0: suck. <laughs> Nobody likes it's them. It's just <laughs> a empty title. I no was one so cares. happy when they were eliminated from the playoffs. I was so much more happy seeing Washington in the playoffs. I like
1: Dallas. You going really hard you know, about this this team? You know. I mean,
0: I like them as a as a as a. From from a player standpoint, I, I like Dak Prescott, I like Ezekiel Elliott, I like uh, Leighton Vander Esch, I like Jalen Smith. I, I I love the guys that they have on their team. I like their roster. I somewhat like Mike McCarthy. Like he's had a rough year, but he uh, we'll we'll see what he can do moving forward. Uh, I like Jerry Jones. I, I know what he does for the NFL. He 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 brings in a lot of money for the NFL for them to continue to do things like that. And so whatever, cool, <laughs> right? But this team is not america's team cuz it they they you get to, you have to win to be america's team you have to be on the top of something to be america's team they don't win they well. they don't get over the hump and and and, and this this season above all kind of encapsulates, encapsulates that. And, and it even goes back to the time with Tony Roma where you had, like, what, six straight years of eight and eight seasons with Jason Garrett and Tony Roma? Come on. Well, like, the issue, well, if there's
1: any issue here and what, what I've been seeing, I think Dallas has definitely put out a really nice team out there offensively, and they have no problems filling in offensive pieces. Their issues have been on the defensive side of the ball. For and sure. Whether it's through free agency or through drafts, I'm not saying that they're necessarily grabbing the wrong person or drafting the wrong person or picking up the wrong free agency, but what I am seeing them doing, they're not picking up enough. They, they Wherever they start, they seem to stop there, and they don't build uh, on what they're me, doing. For me, I
0: think it, the, the free agent stuff, Jerry Jones – uh, absolutely needs to give up the GM title. If you want your, yourself to, to get another uh, Super Bowl before you pass away as you're now, what, 90-plus, like, mm-hmm. come on. You, you're you going to have to give up the ties to this because you can't do it. You you haven't done it in 25 years. Like, and if you
1: measure those Dallas teams back in the 90s, mm-hmm. defensive teams in comparison to these defenses that we've seen in the last 10, 15 years,
0: it is not, nowhere near.
1: It's not even on oh. – <laughs>
0: It's not in the same stratosphere, atmosphere, galaxy, whatever, whatever unit of measurement you want to use.
1: What, it ain't even on that. Okay, it's, N- night and day, it's, it's
0: completely different. It's not. It, and I'm it,
1: saying that to say this, it just seems that Jerry Jones is not. His first priority is not to this defense. It's, I mean, he likes the shiny new toys.
0: He likes he the wants, and the whistles. He wants to win, but the only way that you can win is if you give up the GM duties. You're not going to be able to do it yourself. You can't build this team. You've tried for 25 years. You haven't been able to get it done. I'm sorry. I, I'm not, not to rag on Jerry Jones as a GM or anything like that. It's just a fact of the matter. You have not been able to get it done for 25 years give it up you that defense needs a ton of help Damn. Dak Prescott is you 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 messed up that's, that's that, that should already if that was any other GM owner relationship in the world if that was Bill O'Brien and whatever the uh, that was with the McCaskies and, and Ryan Pace Ryan Pace would have got fired immediately for that situation like uh, any other GM ownership duo would th- th- they would have called it right there when you didn't get it done with Dak Prescott for three years now, it's just, it's time to move on. So they need a new GM there. Uh, Like I said, the second half of this point is the the NFC East as a whole being the NFC least. now, Mm -hmm. um, I mean Philadelphia, they don't have any idea what they're doing. If you just kinda of go down the list of their, <laughs> their failures this last season, yeah, you you drafted Jalen Rager instead of Justin Jefferson. Uh clearly and there's a video out and it's absolutely hilarious. If you go on YouTube, you gotta go watch this. It's uh in the midst of the draft, you're you're looking at the uh, GM for the Minnesota Vikings. They're talking about going and trying to see if they can go grab one of these late-round QBs to try mm-hmm. to see if we can develop them or something like that. They were possibly going to be the ones to draft Jordan Love. But the f- the second that Philadelphia came out and said they're taking Jalen Rager, they were like, oh, God, I thought they were going with Justin Jefferson. We'll go get him on the phone. We'll go put that uh, draft pick in right now right. the second that it happened. So that, that was already the number one uh, – failure by the Philadelphia organization just this season. Um, And then going back to seasons before that, you've completely crushed the confidence of your – Quarterback that you've paid over 100 million dollars to in Carson Wentz by the Whole failure with the Nick Foles situation That's something that we can talk about another day I have a whole theory on what happened there uh, Where because they obviously uh, Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz haven't talked about It yet but I think I know what happened there uh, So we can talk about that another day um, And then you fail to produce A healthy team I mean Jalen Rager Was injured before he even got to see the light Of day Uh you had uh, Alshon Jeffrey was injured Desha- uh, Deshaun Jackson was injured like, they didn't have any any weapons to begin to start off the season? Like, how do you you had the exact same situation last year at the end of the year, and you repeated it going into this? How did you do that? Like, where did where is your training staff? Where where are your trainers? Where are your your doctors, your physicians? All these guys they're supposed to be doing everything to, to prevent that wasn't COVID. COVID for them? <laughs> no, yeah. it had to be. No, it was injuries. OTAs. <laughs> You know, no preseason. It was ridiculous. I'm not I
1: Granted, those are 29 or 30, 31 teams had the same thing, yeah. but
0: <laughs> they COVID, they I grossly don't. could not handle the COVID situation, I guess. And if that's the <laughs> case. I'm just trying. I know I'm
1: oversimplifying here, but he, yeah. I mean, it just, I mean, who knows? It, it's a mystery. Like,
0: a bit, But then moving forward, then you prematurely move on to Jalen Hurts. He had a fantastic two weeks, mm-hmm. then fell off because he wasn't ready. Jalen Hurts was not ready to be the quarterback. And so now you have now this QB controversy because now you had Jalen Hurts have two good weeks and everybody's looking at those two weeks. But the rest of the season, he wasn't all that great. So you're not sold on him. You're right. not sold on Carson Wentz. The, Carson Wentz doesn't want to be there now. He's $100 million that's going to be dead cap space at some point because you, now you've crushed his confidence. You've crushed his trust in you, you as an organization. And he doesn't want to play for you now. And then moving forward, it, it's just... You you don't know what your future is at the QB position. You don't know what your future is with your young talent in in Jalen Hurts, Zach Ertz, mm-hmm. not, yeah, yep. Jalen Hurts and Zach Ertz, uh, Jalen Rager. Um, and, and so this it looks like a team that doesn't have a direction. I mean, yeah,
1: you don't know if they
0: exactly. I, I don't. I
1: don't want to. <laughs>
0: basically regurgitate what you just said but yes
1: I agreed 100 percent.
0: and then when you're looking at this like i said this is about this division as a whole when you're looking at washington a team that doesn't have a name and <laughs> the new york the football
1: team. <laughs> when what you're you- looking
0: at washington and you're looking at the new york giants being the actual hope for this division now you know you got some issues because you're still not sold on Daniel Jones and and, and them in New York, uh, like that offense as a whole, and their their offensive line and their defense as a whole. Like, th- there's questions all across the board. There, their coaching staff. They're the ones who ended up with uh, Jason Garrett as their offensive coordinator. Okay, what is that going to be like? Oh, how are that going to move? Move? How is that going to be moving forward? And then Washington. They've got a bright spot with their their front seven with uh, Montez Sweat. You got Chase Chase Young. You got other uh, young talent uh, on the defense in in Washington, but then offensively, I mean. Obviously, like I said, I love Alex Smith, but mm-hmm. they don't know if they want to move with him moving forward, if they want to hit the reset button, refresh with Ron Rivera, and see where they want to go moving forward. Uh, you got uh, Taylor Heineke, that new kid who just played fantastic against Tampa Bay in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've got some controversy there as well. There's just this entire division has no direction uh, at <laughs> this point. So it's just, it, I don't like the whole America's team for Dallas. I hate the, the division just is in shambles. Right now, it, it's looking pretty dismal for the entire uh, division as a whole. Sorry, right now, possible question:
1: What's up? You know, life. Everything's on the line here. You got to put it all on the line. <laughs> Who are you going with in the NFC East next year? Who's taking the, the, the <sighs> Who's taking the division? That's the Super Bowl for this this, this division. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it's. <laughs> I I, I'd probably have to go with Washington. They have the, the best situation right now. You've got, a, 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 like I said, you have a, a bright spot uh, on that team with uh, Chase Young and, and Montez Sweat being their pass rushers on the outside. And, and the front seven as a whole is actually pretty solid. um, and, But then... Depending on what they're doing at quarterback, please, I, I would love to see Alex Smith come back and, and be that starting quarterback there. Put some pieces around him. Please, for the love of God, protect this man. Put some more offensive linemen uh, talent out there to try to protect him so he doesn't have another Theismann injury. Uh But yeah, if, if that is the case, I could, I could definitely see... um Washington taking that next step moving forward uh, in potentially uh, creating some some buzz uh, in, in the playoffs. Even, uh, I mean, they, they had a great game in the playoffs uh, against uh, Tampa Bay in the first place. So I, I don't see why they couldn't take that next step, but it, there's going to have to be steps taken this offseason for them to to be even in the conversation about it. So they have the best opportunity in this division, but there's a lot of work to be done.
1: It's interesting you said that. I, I thought that was kind of a softball right over the plate. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like a no-brainer. However, let me let me just help y'all see another angle from this. Now, just taking the, the example that you you shared, I was like, "Oh, that was a great breakdown for each team." And after you broke down all of these teams in the NFC least, yeah. you know, it gives me nothing but confidence to say. It's yeah. wide open for the Cowboys, the, oh, cause they don't. If that comes back, seventy percent of what he was, that would be enough, cause they were doing just fine. Everything, obviously, it yeah, the defense horrible. Yeah, it was horrible at the beginning of the year. It started out as how bad Dallas' defense was, and of course, the narrative changed immediately yep. when 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 Dak went down. It was automatically how terrible the Cowboys are, you yeah. know. And it was like, wait a minute, <laughs> you take any starting quarterback, any top—I'll say any top fifteen quarterback—off yeah. anybody's roster, you automatically are non—you're not a playoff team. Yeah, just that's what happened to Dallas. Now that's what happened to Dallas with a one—I mean—a terrific offense and a horrible defense. Yeah. so that's what we've seen is. It, with that, that's what that what gives me the kind of hope where I'm kind of like, hmm, they
0: got a shot next I, year, I, depending I, on I, what said, they do in the off season. Exactly, that's what I was gonna say. That there's, I have no doubt in my mind that there is a huge possibility that Dallas could be the the division championship division champions next year but yeah. that's going to take a lot of work this offseason there's going to be a lot of stuff that needs to happen this offseason with jerry jones and mike mike mccarthy and a lot of talking and a lot of sitting down a lot of meetings a lot of decisions need to be made with the draft and, and free agency and whatnot and every a lot of things need to change in that dallas organization for them to, to win this division uh and, and it's not just about how bad. it's not just about losing a top 15 quarterback in in, in uh, Dak mm-hmm. Prescott like you said that defense I don't see them winning a game with that defense and all that. even with <laughs> Dak Prescott I'm sorry you you you're, you're, you're going to be in shootouts all the time and I'm and even though I like Dak Prescott I'm against another top 15 guy and if they have even a top 15 defense I'm going to tr- I'm going to have to take uh the other team against them so I I yeah, you got a point. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean that's that's all I'm saying is that there's going to be a lot of work that needs to be done, and they, I, and I haven't looked at the numbers or anything like that, but I know the salary cap's going down next year. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of money invested in that defense that's already bad. I'm like, you you spent a lot of money, and it's in your like what the 31st, thirty first, 30th oh, defense were, in the league. They were dead last. They were dead last. They were dead last. <laughs> yep. So you have the worst defense in the league when you've spent a ton of money on that defense. How? <laughs> in the yeah. salary cap's going down. Yeah, <laughs> w- yeah. There's going to be a lot of finagling that needs to be done. There's going to be some trades. If Jerry Jones can pull it off, this this is going to be what makes Jerry Jones' GM situation. This is where it's going to come down to it, it, this year.
1: I can see us circling back to this
0: <laughs> later on in offseason. Oh, no, we will. I, I already, have, uh, I already <laughs> was, have that on the docket. It was just an
1: early <laughs> preliminary question. Yeah. But, yeah, it, a lot more to come from this. And I guess we can... If we don't take anything else from this segment, we could take this that we absolutely understand that it will not be Philadelphia or New York. (laughs) That's all I got for that.
0: uh, New York, if Daniel Jones becomes an MVP, maybe. But if it comes down to it, we know Philadelphia is not it because that team has that team literally has no direction. You don't know who your quarterback's going to be. You don't know what young talent you're keeping you don't know what you're doing on defense with 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 fletcher cox and and you're not you don't know what you're doing with your offensive line with jason kelsey and all those aging vets and lane johnson and all you don't know what you're doing anywhere right now right so we know it's not philadelphia and this is going to come to bite us both in the ass next year when they actually win the super bowl so
1: Well, you know, after yeah. with all the Super Bowl stuff I've been witnessing, it, that's maybe whatever. You know, <laughs> I, I don't care. All
0: right, well, let's move on. Uh, number two is on our list. What do you got?
1: Number two. <laughs> okay, since we <laughs> we're gonna segue right into this, <laughs> uh, I got Dak Prescott. Okay, Week Four, <laughs> this is right before the the, you the know, injury. Uh, yes, right before the injury versus Cleveland. Okay, um, he had. <clears throat> See five hundred and two um passing yards, four passing touchdowns, one interception, sacked three times, um, hit one fumble and twenty-nine passing first downs. Twenty-nine people. That is a lot of passing. <laughs> um I mean, but 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 it what is it, it's, it's all said and done, I mean, come on, a five hundred yard passing game with four touchdowns. That is freaking unreal. I mean, for anybody to throw 500 yards, and we see it from time to time, but every time I see it, I make it a point to talk about it because it's just something you just do not see. It's like a a once-a-year type of thing, you know, and you never know who's going to do it, you know, and when they do, you know, it's just giving credit to where credit is. This is why this is at number two because it's the rarity of it. Um, You did go up against a very good upcoming Cleveland a team that turned out to be a very solid
0: yeah. playoff team this
1: year. And honestly, so quality quality win, you know, quality performance against a quality team that is very decent on the offense and defensive side of the ball. Um but yeah, number two is my Dak
0: Prescott. And just <laughs> to just to go back, I'm sorry. I, I don't like ragging on teams. I I hate being so negative. <laughs> but man, this is the epitome of how bad this defense is. You're looking at a team that gave up uh, you're you're up fourteen to seven after the first quarter.
1: I noticed that, it. but it's called the greatest moments. Of the, <laughs> the top yeah, ten moments of sure the storylines of the last yeah.
0: <laughs> these are last are the top, top ten moments we're talking about. In this moment, but, yeah. no, okay. but, on. but I'm <laughs> sorry, I, I just, this literally just goes back to what we were just saying about this defense. You gave up 24 points in the second quarter <laughs> after you were up 14 to seven. You, I just, I and I and I know how good that that. Cleveland offense was this season, I mean, they were they, they were fantastic, and this is what I was saying about Cleveland going into the season, is that no matter what, we know that they're going to be a better offense, and Baker Mayfield's going to have a much better year because you don't have Freddie Kitchen as your offensive coordinator, You used to be your offensive coordinator as your head coach, now you got a comparable, uh, you got, you got somebody who can just do their job, and Kevin Stefanski, in that position now somebody stable somebody who's not erratic who's not going to make a dumb decision out of nowhere for no reason at all <laughs> to, to just go out there and do something stupid no you got somebody who's going to call the call the game the way that it needs to be called you're going to run the ball we're going to do what we need to do on, on the offensive side of the ball we're going to let Baker Mayfield make the plays when he needs to but we're going to run the ball to begin with and then on the defensive side we're going to run we're going to go through our front seven we're going to let Miles Garrett and whoever else uh, Olivier Vernon on that offensive line go go after the quarterback yeah. and we're going to let that deep the defensive backs all you got to do is play man Denzel Ward just get your guy. Guy, stay on him. You're good. Like that's all it was. It, it was simple. They they made it really simple for all the the, the young guys on this team. And that's the craziest thing. This is a young team. So you got all these young guys, and now you're able to just kind of. I'm excited to see what uh, Cleveland can do moving forward. But for Dallas, you gave up 24 points in the second quarter. Like, th- that, it's in itself, and you lose this game 49-38 to 38 after your quarterback puts up 502 yards and four touchdowns to, to, to try to do whatever he can to win this game. Like, yeah. you can't get much better than that. He threw off 58 times. Come on. <laughs> like uh,
1: sad to say, you know, losing ever. Yeah,
0: be. yeah, like, exactly. So great so. game <laughs> offensively, though. Yeah. I mean, you,
1: just, 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 if you, you have to dissect this game for what it is in order to appreciate what happened in this game. Exactly. <laughs> so, no. But I'm sure Cleveland will say that their offense really showed up, too. So, I mean, potato, potato, we move on.
0: (laughs) So, for me, my number two here is going to be the fact that the NFL season completed without a hitch. I mean, obviously, we had football games on every night this year, but we played all 256, and that was a huge thing. Like we said earlier, we had COVID going on. We had no preseason. We had no OTAs. We we, we didn't have uh, really a a mini camp where we could uh, have guys get ready and kind of get to know each other as a lot of stuff changed this offseason. But then for us to be able to complete a full 256-game schedule, add two playoff games on, and then complete the playoffs as a whole, Super Bowl, as scheduled, on the date it was scheduled to begin with, uh, I think that that is uh, a round of applause for the NFL. Uh, they, They were able to get it done. There were some questionable things that happened with uh, Tennessee, Baltimore, a couple of things here or there, kind of screwed over. uh, Pittsburgh a couple of times and whatnot, and uh, kind of questionable if uh, somebody should play or what. We're not in in the midst of it all, but with all of the questions that us as a country, as a nation, had about COVID this year, um, going into the season, a lot of us said, hey, there's no way they're playing the Super Bowl on on, on the 7th of this year. It's just not going to be able to be feasibly done. We're going to have to have some games made up here or there, but we were able to figure it out, get it done, and then be able to be on Schedule. that was that was a uh, great thing to see yes it was yeah. yes it was yes it was um considering we
1: yeah, uh, this asterisk <laughs> COVID-19 year that we've had yeah I hope this is it I hope we don't have to go for a second installment it, um but I guess the NFL felt, um like the NBA when it got down to the bubble concept yeah. in Florida um found a lot of success in this which looked like it may have was going to go off the rails a moment like you said you shared like, yeah. like with, with the tennessee's and uh and the pittsburgh's of, 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 the, yeah. of the league um it really didn't we had one postponed game we had a couple of delayed mm-hmm. games uh no. one postponed game that got postponed mm-hmm. to another beyond week. week yeah beyond and beyond got turned into a bye week beyond yeah. that the postponements only got put they pushed the, the games out a couple of days and we got to witness our very first Tuesday night game ever, you know, first Wednesday night game. Followed by <laughs> the very next week. <laughs> first win, night yes, night game. Which, yes, people. <laughs> you know, I mean, this, this just this just speaks to the type of year we had. So, you know, um, with that, yes, uh I think it was complete success with COVID, you know, just I mean the Super Bowl could have been a disaster. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, who would have wanted to work up work wake up on Sunday to hear that Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes has COVID?
0: Yeah, insane. that was a very real possibility. I mean, we, we literally almost thought with half of Kansas City's team almost went down with COVID because they all went to go get haircuts one day. It, it, it could have definitely impacted everything. And just the close calls that we had, just the, the protocols that were put in place, contact tracing, this, that, and the other, to figure it all out at the end and for us to be able to get the whole season uh, wrapped up and done in the time frame that it was supposed to be done on in on any regular season where it would never be a question on how the NFL was going to get it done with Right. Where, where there's a will there's a way Roger Goodell props to him I know he gets a lot of crap uh, from year to year on every decision that he makes but uh, right. he's uh the NFL's villain but he did uh, kind of lead this entire league uh this year to to figure it all out and, and get it all done so props to him NBA wise props to Adam Silver getting those decisions made and getting that all stuff yes. sorted and, and It's definitely, unfortunately, it looks like we're going to have to have some sort of COVID impact next year as well. Uh, But as long as we are now more prepared for it um, and with vaccines coming and on the way, hopefully we can have a more normal season next year where we're not going to have the the overarching question and the thought in the back of your mind saying, hey, well, maybe we won't have football this week or anything like that. Hopefully we can just kind of focus more on the football itself next year yes so i mean
1: with that with, the, with
0: the, yeah and with all of that with COVID, things yeah. should be
1: trending upward and you know things should just be getting easier and more um, you know streamlined once we get
0: back exactly. to normalcy we're, we're getting closer and closer, closer every day right i doubt we will reduplicate last year oh in yeah an upcoming season the yes. covid stand exactly exactly so that is that now we are down to our number ones for the season and uh, i'm excited to see what you got you've got a very uh uh, star-studded list there, so.
1: <laughs> okay, now I, I gave you my list and no, I ran off all of these names now. There's one name left.
0: <laughs> I'm just leaving
1: it out there. I, just for a second, just
0: being number one, I'm just being all dramatic now. Um, I just want to ask the question. If you had to get what do you think it was number one on my list? I mean, you already talked about the Aaron Rodgers thing. We'll get to my number one with it being about Green Bay. Ugh. I mean, you haven't talked about Lamar Jackson at all this year. Uh, so I is that I probably wrong. I don't know if there's any Lamar Jackson thing that you could pull out for number one, but for number one, no. <laughs> it's not Lamar Jackson. Not even quarterback. What <laughs> got at
1: number one, I got. <laughs> and I mean, believe me, with all the wonderful festivities that went on in the playoffs, this is this could have easily been something that you forgot that just happened. I have Alvin Kamara. Oh my God. Yes, Christmas just, Day games. As we have, have just demonstrated, week 16 Jesus. versus Minnesota. 22 carries, 155 yards, seven yards per carry. I'm saving the last number for last. I mean, we, all, we, already we already know <laughs> what it is. Six
0: freaking oh touchdowns, my. which he arguably could have gotten eight. You know, and the funny thing is, so for me, the best part about it, it came against Minnesota. <laughs> it could yeah. have been more sweet unless yeah. it was green bay oh, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i already got that agreement with, with minnesota doing it to green bay. <laughs> so i i was good <laughs> so uh the fact that happened to minnesota i was happy to see that We've they've had a rough year but man alvin kamara six touchdowns i mean, I'm deserving good. a number one i like that that's a good spot there for it it, it was almost like a slam dunk I mean, like, yeah. here we go it's not tech mobile reference types <laughs> sixth
1: Anybody who played tech mobile understands that just it's the, a literal term. Like you would have
0: a 250 yards and seven touchdowns on the game if you could if you play it right. You yep. know. But man, he yeah, yeah. he had an insane game. He had an insane year. I mean that entire team went through a lot this season. Um unfortunately we're looking at probably Drew Brees retiring. Um, and, and the fact that Alvin Kamara kind of went un, under under the radar this entire season. He, he, nobody was really talking about him too much. He had a couple of breakout games here and there, and then he week 16. Boom. Whoever had him in fantasy won their championship. <laughs> they, they, it did not matter. He
1: won the championship, but it was a team that was not looking like they yeah.
0: wanted to play out. they looking really good. You know, it, it was one of these games where it... I, it, you had no words. You're Everybody was kind of just starstruck, just watching this dude doing what he was doing. It was a primetime game. It was, it was a Friday night game because it was on Christmas. They, they pushed this game to be on Christmas Day. It yep. was the only game anybody's watching. He goes out there and he's like, uh, I'm going to show you. I'm, I'm going to do what I do. And he came out there with those Christmas cleats on and just never looked back. He just kept going. And I found myself being the ultimate fan. I'm not a Saints fan. No.
1: Any, I'm not an anti-San, but I'm not even a Camaro fan. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, he's... I, Appreciate cool. what he does, you know. And that's all. <laughs> Like I said, he had a really right. like, he had a right, he had an Alvin Kamara scene, he did his thing, like, right. <laughs> But in this game, I found myself as an absolute fan. I'm like, I was,
1: I was hoping he dude, man got nine. T- I was just like, yeah. how many touchdowns can he score? I'm like, exactly. I would have thought I had money on this. Like, <laughs> I was running some kind of par- some kind of parlay or and it you know, did not happen. was just the kid, the fascination of just the essence of football. Yeah. That he, it, it was the Sandlot stuff that you see. That you know, we playing out in the prairie. We out on the, you know, we on, the, we in the front, we on the streets, you know, yeah. in between the cars, the parked cars, and all. That is what that was, and yeah. <laughs> I can't say again. The man should have had. I said could. I'm saying now should. Should have had eight touchdowns. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Sean Payton,
0: shame on you. <laughs> Take it about the game. Uh, well, he needed a playoff second, and I get it. But it's like you said, it was. It was yeah. Fascinating to see He right? <laughs> definitely. De- that's deserving a number one for him. He, that is insane. Mm-hmm. Breaks the record uh, or ties the record, in, in, anyway, uh, for most rushing touchdowns in, in a single game. So I mean, Alvin Kamara definitely a fan of that performance it was fantastic but uh you your season did not live up to to one oh aaron Rodgers. Uh, unfortunately so my number one is the fact <laughs> that green bay decided to piss off aaron Rodgers in the draft after Jordan love <laughs> and it was this huge ploy to just get aaron Rodgers to have an mvp season where he torches every team except for tampa bay <laughs> in this in this entire season to, to just can go out there and just upset everybody he just continued at week after week after week you're just looking at Aaron Rodgers just do four touchdowns, uh, four touchdowns again, another four touchdowns, four touchdowns and a rushing touchdown this week. I'll take some time off. I'll go two touchdowns and then a rushing touchdown this next. It just it kept happening again and again. And the fact that he did it was only really one wide receiver. I mean, I know a lot of people are now fans of Alan Lazard and and MVS and 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 uh I say one. And, and Robert Tunyon. <laughs> he had one receiver. It was Devontae Adams and and and, uh, and no one else. Nobody else. It just and the I have kind of become a fan of Aaron Rodgers, even though I hate the man. <laughs> just the fact that he keeps beating Chicago year after year after year. Um and, and but I you have to respect what he does and it just every single year he just keeps coming out and just hey, I'm gonna be a menace. And just in the biggest thing was is the fact that it was it, it was all in my opinion to piss off and, and to say kinda F you to the Green Bay organization. You guys go out here. We all know what, what Green Bay needed. They needed another wide receiver. They needed another weapon to throw to. And you say, nah, hey, screw that. We're going to go get your replacement. Hopefully, he'll be ready in three years like you were for Brett Favre. Let's do that same thing. Um, and, and kind of just like... Yeah, like, what what was the point? You're not—he doesn't bring anything. You guys were in the conference championship last year, and the reason why you lost that game because you couldn't stop the run, and you couldn't you couldn't get anybody else open besides Devonte Adams. And then he bracketed Devonte Adams completely, took him out of the game, and then you couldn't do anything anymore. And Aaron Jones, he kind of falls off at the end of the year, so you can't really run the ball. So at the end of that, you're just looking at like, okay, well, let's go get another wide receiver, let's kind of open up the offense a little bit more, or let's get somebody who can stop the run, <laughs> let's do something. I know that they kind of did that with the Devin Funches pickup, but they he opted out, and so you knew you needed somebody still, and you kind of kind of, it was well, I, a nephew to Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's be real.
1: Devin Funches.
0: I mean, he's, he's a number two. He's not, he's yeah, not a number I one. He is a number two. 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 That Carolina
1: had no problem letting <laughs> Exactly. They, you know, I think Green Bay did them a favor by, You know, it was like, yeah. This, it was like that. yeah, okay, you got Devin Funches, but they, once that was one of those, that's like, a, you know, one of these moves where
0: you begin, you get surprised idea once you had, happening. once you picked it up, Devin Funches, like, okay, you got Devin Funches and you go get somebody like a Justin Jefferson or a Jalen Rager or whoever else was in that C.D. Lamb, get one of these guys to also compliment him, get a young one, get a veteran, and you got Devontae Adams, and then let's see what MBS can do to compete for his job. Let's see what Alan Lazard does to elevate his game to compete for that job, to get that third spot, whatever it may be. So at the end of the day... You pissed him off and he comes out there and he just absolutely lights the league on fire, wins another (laughs) MVP, gets his third one here. So it was one of the things every single week. It was a topic of discussion is how great Aaron Rodgers is. I I have firsthand experience having to watch him every week living in Minnesota and being a Bears fan. You're always going to be seeing Green Bay on TV. So I I was watching almost every single one of his games and he really never had any bad ones except for that game against Tampa Bay and a bad first half against uh, Minnesota outside of that. Every single game he played in, he was fantastic. Uh, it pays me to say, but he's one of the greats. And he's just, unfortunately, is not going to be able to get over the hump, I think, in Green Bay. Because uh, I don't think they're going to ever put a team around him again that could be a Super Bowl contender.
1: Yeah, uh, that's kind of unfortunate, you know, coming out of Green Bay. Yeah. Because, yeah, I think it's, yeah, and this speaks more to his window. His window is closing, if not it's closed, but that remains to be seen. And um, I'll be, in, in fairness, I'll give Green Bay one more last-ditch effort in the offseason to try to do something. Yeah. While, while this nucleus is still here because until they put a team out on the field and if they, they put next year's team, you know, this year's team out there next year, then, yeah, I'm 100%. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> off to Green Bay. But yeah. Uh, I would like to think that this franchise, not that this is a franchise I like to follow because I have a Bears tie. So yeah. I'm not a Green Bay fan, really, and so I don't really want to see their success, you know, per se. So I really hope they do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> For the sake of conversation, with yeah, the NFL processes and so on and so on, and people trying to keep their jobs over there in Green Bay. I'm gonna say this. They need to do
0: they don't do anything it
1: is off season. Yes, it's a career for Aaron Rodgers and it was a great one. Um
0: well I think if they don't do anything this offseason, Aaron Rodgers' is gonna leave. I especially kind of seeing what's going to happen with this QB carousel this year. And we'll talk about that in another episode Uh, that's going to be coming up soon this offseason. We're going to have a lot of good topics of conversation, whether it's QB carousel, uh, the free agency, the NFL draft, all that stuff. We're going to be talking about it. We're going to discuss it. Um, But I digress. Um, When it comes to that, whatever happens this year and whatever openings there are next year, if they don't do anything, if they don't make another, if they don't take another step to get him into into the Super Bowl at least next year, I think he's gone. Because at that point, after next season, he's gonna have a cap hit that doesn't actually completely hamper that team's uh, dead cap space, or doesn't put too much dead money on his on on that number. Um, plus, uh, on top of that, uh, I mean, he, he's gonna. I, if you don't do anything this year, I don't think he there, there's gonna be. What would be the point of you doing something the year after? You're not the, the guaranteed money's already been paid. I mean, there's just it doesn't make sense, and 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 as a player, you you, would it's going to be another Deshaun Watson deal where you haven't shown me anything. You you did not show me what you could do to get me over the top uh, or, or how you can put a team around me for us to win. And so uh, I think that's going to be the biggest topic of conversation next year and, and even this offseason is what is Green Bay going to do to get Aaron Rodgers over the top? What is he going to give him to, to to take that next step? If they give him the weapons and he, they still don't make it, that's on Rodgers. But if they, give him the, if they don't give him the weapons and they do the exact same thing that they did again this year, which would be the case, or even take a step back, then we're we're gonna know why and we're gonna know why he wants out. So, any parting thoughts uh, on this last season that we we've just uh, been through? Um, uh, well, run running through
1: these top ten great NFL narratives and these top ten performances, I, not a whole lot. I do want to add an honorable mention What's I probably should have started my segment with this because I don't necessarily put this person like as, as a <clears throat> he was arguably could have been number one, but he, yeah. she's not on the list. <laughs> Which makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> so I should just start out with this first. However, I want to go to week five. Um, week five when um, Pittsburgh played against Philadelphia. And they beat, beat Philadelphia 38-29. Okay. And this was the Chase Play- Clay- Claypool game. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. So the reason why I picked him up is that game. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. So yes. Um, where he was targeted 11 times, and he had seven receptions for 110 yards and three touchdowns. Yep. Now, prior to this, the man had only a handful of yards, had one touchdown. Going into week five, yep. right, which in the first month of the season went by, and it was just kind of like Claypool. Yeah, was a rookie, was high price uh, prospect. Yep. However, they wasn't rushing him alone. They didn't know when he was gonna even show up, or whether it would be this year or next year. Yeah. But yeah, come week five, to Chase Claypool that they decided they the one that they they envisioned when they drafted showed up that that yeah. day. With that with that performance I mean and it was a monster performance that came out of nowhere yeah so I just wanted to bring it up it just as an honorable mention from the rookie Chase Claypool in Philadelphia no, no. Pittsburgh yeah Atlanta against Philadelphia
0: I'm so sorry you yeah, no, that definitely is worthy of being talked about this year there's a lot of great moments that I know we didn't talk about I mean, a lot of great players. We didn't, we didn't oh, touch okay. on Lamar Jackson. Maybe. We didn't touch on Josh Allen this year. Yeah. So there's, there's so much that could have been talked about. Uh, I mean, Cleveland, we, we barely talked, we, we had a short little uh, bit on, but I mean, there, there's so much we could talk about. Uh, this was more about the storylines that, that came out of the season and whatnot. So, uh, and like you said, the, the top performances of those games where we're looking back at like, oh my goodness, what, that, that's historic. We're never going to see that again type moments we were looking at. So, uh, the, there's definitely more to be talked about. I mean, I, I, we're going to be talking about Buffalo, we're going to be talking about Cleveland, we're going to be talking about all these teams moving forward because this is the future of the NFL. Um, and this is uh, just what we love to talk about. So, yes, this is going to be in store for a lot more. I mean, we're going on two and a half hours now <laughs> talking about these. Uh, so definitely, I mean, you're good, you guys are going to be in, in for a treat, and this is going to be the new uh, way that this, uh, this show is kind of segmented is we're going to just have a discussion talk about things and we're going to open up the discussion for you guys as well so in the comment section please give us your thought what did we miss what did we forget about uh I don't think there's much we could have forgot about as to the <laughs> extensive amount of research we did uh but w- what other uh kind of performances were amazing this year that that haven't made our list that didn't make our honorable mentions um and let's just have a discussion about it below and then uh We'll definitely be back next week. Like I said, we, we have some topics that we want to discuss, whether it being the the NFL draft, the free agency, this QB carousel and whatnot. Uh, we're going to be talking about it all. We're, we're going to get into the NBA a bit, uh, especially once we have like the NFL kind of downtime. So you guys are in st- in, in, in store for a, a treat. We're going to continue to put out content. We're going to continue to, to talk about sports, and, and it's going to be... Uh, uh, Hopefully uh can it be a week to week thing. We'll we'll figure it out. It's we're gonna take it each episode as they come. So just kinda sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride with us, please. Yes, please. All right, awesome. Well that is going to do it for today's show. Uh stay tuned for more and yeah, we'll catch you guys on the next one.
2: Thank you.